The Vale Podcast, written by Mildura Living Magazine. Spring issue out now. Way you go. You missed your cue. What? And we're back. Yeah, thank oh, you. Is this written by? I was written. <laughs> I was waiting for something at the very least. How are you, Chalutz? Good, good. I'm so glad. So nice to have you back at Network House today, Charlie. Yeah. Uh, firstly, mm. off the top of the show, mm. uh, I don't know if anyone's seen the news. <laughs> we have a new mayor. <laughs> yeah. And, and she's sitting right here. Yeah. Ooh. Yay, thanks. Oh, do you want me to press the button? Yeah. Hold oh, no. on. No, the yeah. applause. It is going under the... Oh, I can't The applause was going under the theme yeah. music. It would oh, just good. sound really clunky if I turned that off and then here you go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's better. Yeah, oh. yeah thanks very much, Charlie. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty exciting. Oh, it is. I'm pretty excited. We don't yeah. often get a mayor that lives in Rumba. No. Well, no. John Cates John was Cates mayor. Was, yeah. yeah, he was mayor for a year. I can't remember before. It was a little while ago. And he did um, Bill McGinty. Yes, yeah, I believe he was too. That's about as far back as Pam I go. Pam was mayor too for a time, but I can't remember. Yeah, right. That was obviously pre-amalgamation. Anyway, so um, yeah, very exciting. Yeah, busy job. Very busy job. Why don't we get Bill in so, here? Uh, Bill hasn't been up to Romanville for a little while. Yeah, but can you mean to, you know? Say goodbye. Oh, yeah, well, he, he could have. Yeah. He, he could have come up and brought me the car. I get the mayoral car now. Whoa. Yeah, I know. What is it? Whoa. It's a Holden Calais. You don't uh, – you should be getting an electric one. Should be. We're yeah. not Mildura Rural City Council. They don't they have an hey, electric one? they've got one? a new mayor too. Yes, I know. Liam Wood? I sent him a message actually last week after their election congratulating him. Yeah, good. Yeah. So uh, I don't think I've ever actually met Liam though, but I'll make a point to go and have a coffee with him. In the coming hmm. weeks. He looks approachable. Yeah. yeah. He owns the sets, doesn't he? Or is he one of the owners of the sets? Rumours Nightclub. Uh, now. I don't know. You, you'll know this. Out. And I will, <laughs> you might You may or may not know this. Is Rumours Nightclub in the sets? Uh, no. Isn't or is Rumours Doms? Doms? Yeah, Rumours is Doms. Is it? Yeah. Right. Okay. I feel like he's part of that. Anyway, you know what? I'll make a point of ringing him, catching up for a coffee and finding out and I'll report You do back. that. Maybe you should get him uh, on the podcast. Maybe I should get him on the podcast. It could be like the- A Meryl Powwow. Yeah, that'd be mm. great. Yeah. Well, this version <laughs> of the podcast already has more gusto. I'm, I'm much happier, Charlie. <laughs> now, but the, the, I feel like the last version, I was a mm. lot funnier. No, no. Yeah, remember we talked no, about you- uh, the first man of Robinbow? <laughs> I can still talk about the first because well, I was going to bring up the cricket. Oh, okay. Because you went and watched the cricket at Cardross. And it was good. Yeah. Um, Dean Get Mitchell. down there, people. Yeah, Dean well. Dean Mitchell. You said Dean Leslie before. Did I? Yeah. Oh, no, I meant Dean Mitchell. Oh. Yeah, so that's that's who I meant. He went and watched. Yeah. And I'm hoping he is going to be part of the permanent permanent commentary team oh, good. from when we have home games and live stream parts of the day. I think that would be funny. Trav Bustle's also. Live stream? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, why not? Huh. What? So you get to watch it as well? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Right. I'm not going to have it just pointing at Dean's face. So <laughs> That's not how cricket commentary works. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, who was saying that Nichols Point, but they're in the other league, they mm-hmm. uh, live stream all their home games. Do they? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know if it's commentated. It's just live streamed. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me, really. Um, 
But you were talking about the first man of Robin Vale that you had lunch with today, and I didn't get invited to again. There is a real pattern emerging here um, with you blokes. Well, now that he's the first man of Robin Vale, he's a socialite. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> if my husband, my husband is many things. A socialite is certainly not one yeah, of those things. So you know. Um, uh, he probably tried to ring you, but he was. I no, he, he didn't. No, I checked my phone. He didn't. He had to go and no. get his hair done. And get then his, his hair done? Yeah, and his nails and stuff. Because like, he's the <laughs> like first he's man of Rumba. Yeah, he's the first mm. man of Rumba. First lady of Rumba. My nieces call him Auntie Luke. Oh, <laughs> it's really nice. quite funny. Yeah, I know. Bless him. Um, I think he's quite proud too. I've never seen my dad more chuffed oh, okay. than he was last night. Was he there? No, 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 he, but when I came home, because he has Parker. Was it a thing? Could you go there? Yeah, you could if you want. And we did actually have a full gallery for the meeting oh. yesterday, um, which is a bit unnerving for your first one because it's been closed. For the last two years, there hasn't been public galleries and things. How funny would that be? I should, if I had known, would have took down a bus. Yeah. Well, <laughs> speaking, are you going to come to the hard quiz? Well, I thought I wasn't invited. Of course you're invited. I thought I was uninvited. No, they've had to change the dates. So oh. it's now filming is not on the 10th, it's on the 3rd. people can come? Uh, they haven't actually told me. Actually, I've got to send them all of my points because, of idea. Uh, well, at the lunch, um, although the first man of can't come, mm-hmm. uh, there was someone else who was quite interested in coming as well. Who, Quentin? Oh, yeah. Well, if I'm if I'm say it on here. If I'm looking at your at who this group that would have been having lunch, there would have been four blokes that I can think of. Right. Yourself, Quint, my husband, and Ben. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like you're pretty. You're a pretty predictable group. Let's be honest. Uh, Cole was there for a bit, Uncle Cole. Oh, was he? Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he wants That's to come. That's a treat. He wants to come. <laughs> I don't think so. Uncle Cole he, uh, wouldn't know what hard quiz is. He did uh, pass on his congratulations to Oh, well, that's good. Mm. Yeah. Um, I've, oh, no, I saw Uncle Cole. I was going to say I haven't seen Uncle Cole for a while, but I saw him last week. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the cricket have got three home games in a row. Oyen this week, though. Oyen this week. I actually might go for a drive over to Oyen on Saturday because I want to check out their lake. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, I haven't been yeah. over there, so I really do want to have a look Although, at that. I went there for work during last week, I think mm. I want to say. Mm. Anyway, uh, and it was closed. Really? Yeah, it was cl- Well, you could drive in and have a look around, but it was closed to be on it. Oh, interesting. I Is think- there a track that you can go around it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I might take the boys over and go for a Yeah, I think you can still put a boat in it. I don't know. It was. It's quite large though, isn't it? Yeah. No, you can put a boat. Yeah, I-, right. I dare say people would be skiing in it. Yeah, right. Well- you can't really ski in the river the way it is at the moment. No, it's going far way too, too f- yeah, far too quick. Yes, it's very high. Too. It's so high. I looked at it this morning and went, like, "Oh, this is it's about getting, to burst." Yeah, mm, especially on the New South Wales side for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's quite troubling, really. Um, and I did have some numbers about how many gig are going through at the moment, but oh wow, what was on the news today? Was it uh, uh, what was the name? It was so upstream of mm. and it's the, Dar- the Darling is mm. starting to get a bit big. Well, we're upstream of I the darling. But anyway, eventually it's going to come to Wentworth. Mm. So I'm saying it's not that far away. Are you talking, oh, about, the, are you talking about the darling? This is another story brought to you by I was going to say, <laughs> and I don't, I don't know, are you talking about the darling flowing into the Murray? Yes. Upstream of Wentworth, yes. you mean? So not the Murray upstream of the darling? No. So the Murray upstream of the darling is us? Yeah, no. The darling <laughs> junction? I, I don't I know if we'll flood Really? I, well, yes. I walk past the river every day. But uh, it wouldn't surprise me that if... That, that we get a little bit of a – but you know what? It's spring, so natural floods should be occurring now. Yeah. Um, Are they still pumping into um, the Hadda Lakes? Well, there's no – you don't. they don't need to be pumping in it's anywhere. Just it's now. just – it's natural flows at the moment, yeah. which is good. Which is um, good. 
Yeah, it is good. We did write a letter to the Mali CMA and had a meeting with them last week about all these natural flows and it, the importance of it happening in spring rather than pumping in in summer and all that kind of stuff. So I won't bore you with that, though, but thanks for your story brought to you by Charles Albanese. Very um, much appreciated. Uh, now, well, hang on a minute. I wanted, I've want i got a bone to pick with you, Scrooge, seven. bar humbug. What? No, not seven. It, and the answer's 64. Um, no, in the answer's 42. Oh, many in life. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was 64. No, it's 42. I think it's 60. Oh, maybe I am on the wrong track. Yeah. Anyway, Bar Humbug, what? you and early Christmas preparation. The Christmas tree in Perrin listeners. Street is something to give everyone a lift. Uh, so right why in, would- listeners, if, uh, if you think it's too early to put up Christmas decorations. You know what? I am and usually- you Christmas tree up at home? No, but I'm putting it up this weekend. And I only haven't got it up this weekend because it was prohibited by my husband- until well, he says, and usually I'm a purist. I wait until the first of December. But given the years that we've that we've had, the last couple, I'm just like, you know what? I don't even care anymore. You know, well, why take it down? Exactly, why take it? You know what? <laughs> I would. I probably didn't even take it down until Peyton's birthday, which is the middle of February. So oh, good times. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, no, I like being festive. But anyway, it looks good. Yeah, oh, and yeah. It have you seen good. it yet? You haven't seen it. Yeah. I, have se- I haven't seen it finished. Have they finished decorating it? Oh, uh, they'll still put in a few more decorations. Yeah, up, okay. Oh, so that's good. Yeah. And it's a good thing. So yeah, right at the end there. The Christmas festival's on the 10th. Of December? Which of is December. A, what's that, a Friday? It's a Friday, so I'm kind of happy that Is the, it going to be a market that night? Uh, yeah, yeah. And there's market stalls and food and Santa and all sorts. Of, like, this is a Julianne and Jess type event. Mm. So is it's going to be done well. Is she looking to get off it? Like to get the Australia Day breakfast she wants oh, okay. to handball. Um, well, there you go, people. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, a lot of people with a lot of time on their hands. I also don't think that she's had any takers. Oh. I think she was looking for one of the service clubs to take it on, but they don't have the capacity to do it either. Like this has been Julianne and a one-man show for a long time. Yeah, and right. she's having another baby. So congrats, Jules. Huh. Um, yeah. So um, she's looking to get off that. But the Christmas carnival – is will be a ripper. Good. Yeah. They do events well, those girls. So the 10th is Friday? 10th is a Friday. uh, Yes. So I'm now glad that um, they changed the production date for Hard Quiz. Oh, because it was going to be that way. Because we were talking about that too. I don't know how we got to where we are. But anyway, um, let's talk about public art. Yes. I don't know if people have noticed. Uh, People have noticed. Have they? Yes. It's only fresh. Yeah, I know. But it's, it's been coming along and I love to see the progression of art. And we're yeah. talking about the K-square toilets, obviously. Um, yeah, so just uh, for a little bit of a background, it is in conjunction with the council and Rumbel-Euston Suicide Network Prevention. What? No. no. Resp. Rob, yeah. Robinvale-Euston Suicide Prevention Network. Network, that's the one. Uh, yeah. Um, but it's been good. It's not quite finished yet. <laughs> I'm going to go talk to Annie Rose. And uh, She was there today. No, they, yeah, they just left. Oh, did they? Yeah. yeah, I saw them working on it today. But um, oh, well, she'll be at the meeting AGM tonight. Yeah, which I'm again, stepping down. Don't give me any jobs because I've got to step down. Um, it's probably well, there was an AGM on Wednesday. But if you want to come, anyone can join at any time, can't they? Yeah, you just you don't can't have to come have, to the gyms. No, you just can't like to. You can't be part of the executive at any yeah. time. Yeah, but come, come down. Yeah, time. yeah, uh, certainly well worth it. Uh, yeah, so. And you know what? We have done a fair bit. Yeah. Which is good. Food Truck Festival still on track. Uh, that's next year. Yeah, in January still. Um, it was the, I want to say the Australia Day weekend. Yeah, the 30th. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, before I go back to school. Yeah. yeah. That one. Yeah. Is that still going to happen? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, 
I think so. All right. I'll expect a report back next week then from <laughs> the AGM. Oh, oh, yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, you better get on that. Um, oh, we've got a – What does he want? Oh, I don't know. Do you want to answer it? Um, do I want to answer it? Uh, no, probably not. Do you want to stop it? Or No. Sure. You know what? We're going to have a chat to Brad Fife and then we'll come back. All right. Take your game in a new direction. The Robinvale Direction. The Robinvale Golf Resort has just opened a $3 million resort development, giving you a new direction to go for golf. Weekends away, golf trips and quick river escapes with 19 motel units on their magnificent 18-hole golf course and the clubhouse refurbishment featuring casual lounge, spike bar, pokies, TAB and Kino, children's room and family bistro. Robinvale should be on your hit list. Take your game in a new direction to the Robinvale Golf Resort, now open on the Murray Valley Highway. RobinvaleGolfClub.com.au Every week, we visit the workshop Creative, which is the home of Mildura Living magazine. Honestly, it would be easy enough to just sit and chat about the magazine along with what's happening in Mildura with Tony and Sharon, but we do feature someone whose story is told in the magazine. This week, it's Brad Fife from Saluna in Mildura and who is also one of the contributing chefs and helps write a lot of the recipes in the magazine. Now, if you haven't heard of Saluna, don't worry, I hadn't either until Tony brought dumplings and the Yunnan salad in for lunch a few weeks ago. I was hooked from the first mouthful and I've been wanting more ever since. So when Tony mentioned that Brad was coming in, I was obviously excited and had to do some research. Food is one of my favourite subjects, of course. Since this conversation, I have been into Saluna a couple of times and the man who owns the show is running the show every time and today he was behind the counter so I got a full tour of the facility and met the staff and when meeting all of their smiling happy faces I asked Brad if he was struggling to find more staff now that things are starting to pick up and he pleasantly said not really. Rather than advertise for actual positions he advertises for good people and hence he has the team he has now. The food was also incredible. I tend to rate my food by the level of profanity that comes out of my mouth after the first bite. And let me tell you that this was not suitable for a family show. And it was just as well that I was sitting alone and distant from anybody else at the time. So now we're going to hear that conversation. But first, Tony unveils the Mildura Living Tea Towel designs for Robin Vale Euston. Tony, how are you? Good, thank you. Uh, you've got a proof of a tea towel in front of you, which excites me no end. Oh, we have. We've got two new ones coming out. So we've done the Sunraysia one, which has been out for 12 months, and we're doing a reorder on those because they've just been selling like hotcakes. But we've got two new ones. One's Rumvale Euston. Yay! And the other one is Baronga Golgol. I never thought I'd hear the words... Uh, a tea towel excites me knowing know. come out of my mouth. Yeah, it's a bit tragic. Really. Well, it is. However, when you're travelling, tea towels were the things we would buy because they're light, they're easy to send, yep. um, they're a souvenir of where you've been and you use them. They're not something you're going to put away, although my grandmother did, but you're not going to put them away. No, and these ones are really good ones too. They Tea towel expert over here, Brad. <laughs> Hi, Brad Fife. How are you? Hi. I'm very well, thank you. And these tea towels are fantastic. Yeah, Look they're really good. Wow, that's a chef endorsing the tea towel. I know. Yeah. What a, what a nice. great feel too. Mm. But who did the illustration? We did that in-house. So we designed them up and Kelly's added a few more illustrations. Um, did Kelly draw them freehand no, or is we've, it? We've got this little um, tablet thing that you draw, you illustrate, and then it brings it up on the screen and then you can ad- adjust your colours and... 
Yeah, and put filters over for the river and all the rest of it. So, so. essentially, yeah, she kind of did. She's done some. Um, ben did some. Yeah, yeah right. We've had um, a few different designers in here. Britt did some. So we've, we've actually uh, got a whole series of them. Right through for um, all of the little areas, yeah. Wow, that's so impressive. Good. Oh, this is the Robin Bell one. Ooh. Be. Thanks, Kel. Oh, that's awesome. So we've got the carrots and the almonds and nice and golf. Perfect. Now, talking about the food that is available in the Robin Bell Houston area, we're going to talk to Brad Fife about your recipes and your cafe, Saluna, which I had for the first time a few weeks ago, courtesy of Tony. Thanks very much. And now I've been craving it since. Great. I was going to say, how was your first experience Amazing. Amazing. Good. Amazing. Good. Um, first of all, I want to ask, though, it seems I had no idea that Saluna was there. Mm. What, what made you take the leap of faith to – to open a restaurant inside a leisure centre, inside a lo- – I mean, it's a great facility, but what what has led you there? Yeah, look, I think I think that's um, one of the biggest points is that we, we could almost be called uh, Mildura's best-kept secret. Yeah. Um, we've, um, we've embarked on the journey at the Alfred Deakin Centre at Mildura Waves. Mm. Um, the facilities are fantastic. The, uh, the kitchen is uh, well-appointed, you know, walk-in cool rooms, freezers – uh, plenty of production space. Yeah. And my thoughts at the time were to do a lot of, um, you know, take-home meals because the um, recent events have meant that uh, a lot of people who don't know how to cook yep. uh, have been forced into some pretty stressful home conditions mm. uh, and to be able to provide uh, some sort of options, some healthy options for the Mildura community. And, and you still do that, don't you, the take-home options? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yep. And I think that's become an integral, integral part of our business yep. is that um, we've got – those take-home meals, um, but also, yeah, there is a cafe there, which yeah. um, which is actually a, a nice um, year-round climate-controlled environment to get out of the heat or in today in Mildura. Uh, it's, it's quite wet. <laughs> the cold. You know, but, but it's actually nice and cosy and warm and somewhere you can still go for a good coffee yeah. and some good food. Yeah, the food is amazing and I consider myself a dumpling connoisseur. Ah, had a yeah, lot, yeah. had my fair share. Jack and Elaine, Jack Dang at Network House, which is our permanent home, will hate me saying that because he he and his wife Elaine make the dumplings that go to markets and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, and his are very, very good. Mm. Yours are, let's say I watch MasterChef. I'm a massive next, fan of yeah, their next level. <laughs> they're next, they're like what you would do to dumplings if you were a chef. It's uh, it's interesting. Like we we take a lot of um, we take a lot of uh, influences from all over the globe. You know, whatever interests us yep. as far as food goes. But then we're utilising the local ingredients. So you know, for our dumplings, we we source all of the uh, ingredients from the out of the box project um, from the food next door co op. Um, using vegetables inside a dumpling is not common anyway. No, and particularly not in the Chinese cuisine where this dumpling recipe would come from. Mm. So. Um, to be able to adapt that to, you know, Australia or, or to our region yeah, is a bit of fun. It's a bit of fun and it's damn tasty. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so the the mushrooms and, like, everything is local. Yeah. How important is that to you to use local produce and to feature it in the recipes that we see? I mean, in this issue we've got the, the citrus and the blood orange, the roast duck. Like, yum. How important is it for you to, to feature local produce? 
Yeah, well, in the citrus issue, I mean that was um, that was a brief given by Tony uh, to come up with a, a few <laughs> a few recipes. And and to be honest, I mean coming from Sunraysia, uh, sometimes our focal ingredients are are not u- utilised that well. Yeah, you know, in our own cafes and restaurants, which and is so strange to me. Well, and oranges are difficult, really. Yeah. I mean to to have orange everything on your menu. So yeah. to come up with some um, was was something, but then to apply it to what you do on a day-to-day mm. uh, is something else. So, um, But we've got so many things like the almonds, the pistachios, the avocados, the grapes, the olives, all of this. Surely, and I've been thinking for a, a long time, surely there's a cookbook that we could create out of all of these ingredients. No, we've actually got one. Yeah. <laughs> You've got yeah. one started. Yeah, oh, I remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's just the recipes in the magazine. So well, we're yeah. working on that, and we've we've got pages laid out, but we just haven't got it off to print. Ten years plus. Yeah, exactly. It's ten years worth of recipes and various like all local chefs too. Yeah, right. Um, and some not working chefs, some just you know home chefs. Great home cooks in yeah, the region. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. So what led you on your – how long have you been a chef for? Uh, 30-odd years. Right. Yeah. So straight out of school? Or? Yeah, straight out yeah. of school, into yeah. an apprenticeship. Um, I think that's a lot of the career hospitality um, profile, you know, would be to do that, you know, yeah. leave, leave school. Uh, even during school I was doing uh, work experience gigs, uh, working at my uncle's cafe. Where was your um, uncle's cafe? Uh, he, had a, he had a cafe in Malvern. It was called Le Pied de Cochon. It was a French – Mm, um, it sounds very French. Yeah, a, a French uh, cafe which, um, you know, he made handmade quiches and, and uh, beautiful uh, French pastries and eventually he ended up um, making Christmas puddings and moving to Mansfield. Wow. Um, so Stephen's Fine Foods and created some, yeah, some award-winning w- uh, wow. puddings yeah. uh, that were regarded quite highly nationally. Um, and I worked with him, uh, you know, during some off-seasons as well. Okay. But so, would, um, are you classically French trained, or um, I worked in a hotel in Berwick yep. uh, during my apprenticeship it was in a, Berwick. So, French Bavarian head chef at the time. Wow! And then I moved to uh, a little restaurant in the Danny Nongs, and it was a uh, German chef. Uh, so, classically European trained, yeah, if you like. Okay, yeah, right. Um, but I always had Australia close to home, so yep. Australia was really important to influence mm. my food and I think I've managed to do that through that classical training and adapting the local ingredients. Yeah. Now at Saluna there is clearly a bit of a health focus and a plant-based focus there seems to be but very heavily Asian influenced. Yeah, um, Asian influenced I think um, I, was, I was thinking about some of the earlier issues of Mildura Living. Um, there's been um, some reports on when I did travel to uh, China, yeah. uh, and I was teaching Western cookery to Chinese students. Really? Over there. Do they want to learn Western cookery? Oh, absolutely. They've Do got, they? They've got um, five star hotels, which you know offer you know international um, guests, you know all offerings, and um, not everyone when they travel want to try the local, <laughs> the local food. They yeah. want something you know that yeah, they're fair. used to. So, yeah. Um, and, and, of course, I think um, you know, cooking is a global thing. So mm. um, That yeah. surprises me, though, because I've never travelled to, to China. I've done Southeast Asia and you'd be lucky, you know, you can get chips just about anywhere, but wasn't mm. aware that there is a market for Western um, oh, chefs. Yeah, they're, they're, um, there's a market for Western chefs. There's a market for, um, you know, all, all of the European um, 
you know, luxury uh, cars and um, yeah, right. design and all that sort of thing. China's got a real hunger for that sort yeah. of thing now. But um, so, so in particular, it was really interesting as a as a uh, regional uh, teacher from uh, the local TAFE here to go across and teach Western cookery. But when I was there, I, I drew upon my experiences from from either the students or the colleague teachers there and learned as much as I could. Yeah, know, as far as. Um, the Chinese cuisine goes, and I was, I was fascinated that you could travel from one province to another, and the food changed totally. It's not the Chinese that we know here in Australia. Yeah. So that's amazing. You know, it's a big country like Australia, mm. really, and a lot of different climates and a lot of different local foods grow. Yeah. Uh, a lot of different cultures and cuisine. It's very similar throughout Europe as well. Like Italy, all the provinces throughout Italy are very, very different. With the, I mean, there's the sort of the staple, the tomato base sort of stuff but my family from calabria cook very very different in a very different way to the cousins in the north yes you know so it's interesting when you start to travel around but here in australia i suppose the only main difference really is what you call a potato cake as opposed to a potato scallop yeah yeah there's no real style really is it well there's not but then if you think of australia um over recent years and the amount of different multicultural influence we've had Mm. We're quite advanced. Yeah. There's a lot of good food here. Oh, there's a lot of great – and we're so lucky Mm. to be able to get – I mean, you think about Friday night takeaway and you could just about choose whatever you wanted to. Exactly. From wherever you wanted to. Yeah. We are going to come back to Brad for part two of his chat next week. In the meantime, I highly recommend you try Saluna. Look, I'm very partial to the vegan dumplings, but if you have any reviews of the other dishes, we'd love to hear them as well. Now, as you may know, or you may not know, earlier this week, I was humbled to be nominated for and subsequently to be elected Mayor of the Swan Hill Rural City Council. It's such a huge achievement and it's a position I'm so proud to hold. So I'm thankful to all of the other councillors for their support and their faith in me. What's genuinely surprised me, though, is the amount of support I've had from all over the place. My dad is possibly the most excited I've ever seen him, and I'm sure he's probably where I get all this business from. Those who know Tori Fakara would know that he's a genuinely stoic man, unless he's telling stories from the good old days, where he tends to get very, very animated very, very quickly. But when I ended up at Mum and Dad's on Tuesday night, he was visibly excited, and I'm sure there was even a hand clap in there somewhere, which is odd from him. Robinvale locals have been so excited, stopping me in the street for congratulations, calling and texting. And to be honest, I've had calls from people from Mildura to Tresco and everywhere in between, and some from other councils all over the state and other councillors who are my friends who would now also like to nominate as mayor. What makes me the proudest though, I think, is the amount of younger people who are thrilled, not just for me, but for themselves feeling like they're represented. I want and I need to engage young people for the sake of the future because if it's still the same people doing exactly the same thing in 10 years' time, we're doing something wrong. It's time to inspire others to want to take on roles like councillor, school council positions, hospital board positions, Rotary Club, Australia Day breakfast committee positions, sporting committees, etc. because if no one is ready to take it on when the present people want to step down, What happens? Anyway, that's enough of my little rant. I was truly chuffed that Charlie and Donnie both wanted to resume their chair in the Network House studio this week. And although it didn't happen on the same day, one of them did bring me flowers. 
you know when that sound goes, generally it means we're recording. Oh, so are we recording now? Yes. Oh, we so, are now. Oh, can I tell Ben what I was going to say? Yeah, can we say hi to Ben first who's just – Hello, it, Ben. First. Hi, Hello, Ben first. And we're back. <laughs> Walked into the studio just because. How good was that food from Brad Fife? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got no idea. And he's in Robinvale anyway. I actually went to Mildura to speak to Brad. So wait a minute. And Donnie's coming in shortly. But he oh, doesn't good. want to see you. So, I <sighs> know. Oh, Soz. Anyway, how are you, Ben? Good, you? Good. Good, good. Well, Did you have something you need to say? No, no, no. Well, because I don't have my glasses. Can you get off your phone then? I'm off my phone. That's what I was just telling Ben. That's why I have to hold it there. Anyway, um, so Christmas, there you go. <laughs> Good. Yeah, you no, know, it's going really well. Yeah, good. Um, yeah, uh, started the shopping. Oh, Stal has, so that's. Where'd you get mm. me? Don't spend too much. <laughs> get a Christmas day, Charles. Um, your decals look good. Yes, organised them many months ago um, for the front windows and then come to work Monday morning and they were there. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. Not too early, I wouldn't have thought. I feel like uh, it is too early. probably is a bit early, but. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Have you got your Christmas tree up at, uh, in, at home? No, we uh, Cameron's born on the fifth of December, so we wait for his birthday. Oh, yeah, that happens. makes sense. Oh. well, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, are you putting one up in the showroom? I haven't got one yet. No, probably should. Do you want to help decorate? Yeah, I can do it. Oh my god, god. I'd love to do it. God. Can I? We'll go and get one yep. from Bargain Basement. If Tara's got any down there, we'll just go and get and all the all the decorations from there. Yeah, I'll do it. And some lights. Kids would love to drive around and look at lights after dark. All right, done. Yeah, great. Yeah, right. Awesome. That's great. Like fun. And I've even – oh, you are such a bar humbug. Uh, My I God. just saw this today. It was funny. And I'll uh, – so your Christmas yeah, present yep. gift from me uh, is me. So <laughs> Another card <laughs> cut <right>. out. <laughs> you have another year of friendship. Your membership has been renewed. <laughs> oh, thanks, yeah. Charles. Yeah. Well, I get you got- lunch again one time this yeah. year. Wow. Yeah, That's a dad joke if ever I've heard one. And it's a dad meme too. I've seen it as a meme. Well, uh, what? <laughs> anyway, um, what didn't we talk about? <clears throat> no, I think we've talked about everything. We just thought, well, Ben's walked in. We may as well have a chat to him because he had a shout out that he's got to send. Hey, Ben. Yeah, well, you was, know what? Yeah, go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> just before you do your yeah, shout out. Again, yeah. Did you know that almost three percent of the ice in the Antarctic glaciers uh, is made up of penguin urine? <laughs> Fun fact. No, I didn't know that. There you go. Fun fact. Which right. I did back in the Melbourne Cup and it fell as flat as that joke did. Although it's it not even a joke, it's a fact, isn't yeah, it? It's fact. It's fact. Mm. Yeah. Well done, Charles. Thanks. Well, yeah. today. well done. Have you got any uh, unpopular opinions? Uh, Charlie's funny. Well, There's an. Un- no, that is a popular opinion, actually. <laughs> that is unpopular. Oh. Um, mm. Anyway, uh, who are you saying hello to? Well, I was talking to someone in Melbourne this week and they said they really enjoyed listening to the podcast. And so I thought I'd. So oh, next time I'm on there, I'll talk and say, G'day. <laughs> so you and just conveniently happen to walk in here the day we're recording it to say hi. Yeah. So uh, just a shout out to Michelle Pippen in Melbourne. Oh, g'day, Michelle Pippen. G'day, Michelle. And oh, Jackie. G'day, Michelle. And Jackie. Uh, she just had a kid? No. Yeah, about five years ago. She had- <laughs> oh, well, congratulations. Congratulations, <laughs> to Michelle, on the, on the new arrival. <laughs> The new arrival that's just about finished their first year of school. Yeah, right. Good, good, good time for you, Charlie. What else is happening, Ben? Um, I was just excited about the news yesterday that you had, Jade. Mm. Mayor of Robinvale officially. Well, and mayor Swan of the Hill entire Shire. municipality. Swan Hill Shire, yeah. Um, also, I've noticed you've been doing a bit of uh, moonlighting on other stations. <laughs> <laughs> Even though um, we're not a station. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Mm. Or have a chat to the radio. Yeah, right. each week. Mm. That's good. Uh, in, um, the SCA stuff. Um, Triple M. What's ninety nine point five? Southern, Southern Cross Osteria. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So had if you'd ch- worked in radio, you'd know that. I yeah. had a chat with Silco about half an hour ago, actually. Oh, did you? Is he going to send it through to me again? I hope so. Yeah, that doesn't matter. I'll I'll text him. Did um, discuss you? Mm. Did Did we talk about Beck? Beck Stora and the artwork. Or was that the last time? No, well, because we were talking about Rose and then your phone rang, so we had to oh. go do the Brad session and then – But um, Do you have any ideas, Ben, for a mural that could be put on the side of um, uh, the IGA puddle shop? No. Off <laughs> <laughs> the top of my head. <laughs> no, but Beck Stora is – this project's now going to go ahead. Council have managed to find some funds to fund it, so um, we're getting more public art as well as what's uh, being – Completed now on the back of the um, public ca- yeah yeah, yeah looks which looks good, good. Yeah. yeah does look fantastic and I love a bit of public art so who's, and the stuff the, in the main street that Brendan Kennedy done mm, does yeah. look really good yeah so. it does so yeah. who's Beck involved with like it's just she's an artist employer or um, no it's actually. Alan Fisher owns the building, so he's the one oh, that um, nice. forwarded her details to me and sort of arranged the whole thing. So, oh. yeah, Alan's a very clever man. Hmm. I've actually been in talks with him to get his help, like the the whole business admin setting up a charity or a foundation for Robin. That's That stuff's not my forte. Yeah. I think of the ideas and handball it to somebody else to do the admin of, um, and that's kind of this case. So we've started conversations about that sort of thing. Um, which would be good if we could get that off the ground. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, Ben. Yes, Charles. <laughs> See uh, how the river's up at the moment? Yep. I think we talked about this. I, don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> um, well, we're talking about it again now. Fish, fish, fishing when it's, Flush. When it's, uh, when it's up. Is it... Is it, do they bite more? No, they don't bite more. <laughs> I feel like, you know, when Charlie's asking a question and he doesn't know what he's talking about, it's like he pauses, expecting, read his mind. Yeah, it's like no, he's like, here are my eyes and you should be able to read what's going on behind oh, them. I want to know. But in fact, fishing. it's dead behind them sometimes. <laughs> well, I'm no expert on fishing, but um, when it's pumping pretty hard like it is now, it's pretty hard to catch mm. a fish unless you can find a bit of backwater or up near the lock. What about yabbies? Don't they come out when it floods? Yeah, generally they do. Mm. Yeah. So, oh. yum, because yeah. I love yabbies. Yeah, yeah but I haven't heard them going around here locally. Nah. Poonkeri? travel a bit for them. Uh, not, I haven't heard anything about Poonkeri, but I haven't been asking either. No. Mm. We could do another trip, Charlie. Mm. We could do podcast podcast live from the banks of the yeah. Or we could just ring Rod McKenzie, as we tend to do before the start of cod yeah, season right. anyway, yeah, so I might ring him next week. Someone that actually knows. Just get Josh to come in. Actually, that's a good idea. Would he do that? Because he won't do videos for me. Does he know about fishing? Yeah. Well, he films, I think, for the, yeah. the Rod when they do some of the. Wait, wait Rob has, he has videos? Yeah. Oh, are you serious? Rod is like a, a celebrity when it comes to fishing and yeah. Murray River fishing in particular. My. My brother-in-law, who is a mad keen fisherman, I said to him one day, I'll get your meet and greet with Rod McKenzie. He goes, I couldn't do it. I said, Why? what do you mean? He goes, he would get – he's got that big oh of a God. man crush on him. He couldn't face him in person. Really? Right. Not even joking. What? He's he's a very big name in the fishing game. Right. Yeah. Bigger than Rex on the front of um, the Anaconda store. And we'll yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he is a big celebrity. He's got a huge following on YouTube. Huh. Yeah, yeah. He's been on, like, iFish half a dozen times. Yeah, right. I don't yeah. know what that is. Yeah, we should plug his website. Yeah. What's his website? 
Codmac.com.au. Is it good? Mm, yeah. I think Cod it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Codmac's his brand. Yeah. Oh, he's a he's a big name in the fishing game. Oh, there you go. So there you, there you Local go. Local Malangatang guy made good. Yeah. Made yep. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's good English. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we don't come to Charlie for <laughs> linguistics, that's right. do we? You only, come, you only come to me for the fun facts about animals. <laughs> and apparently the lols. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, you know. Okay, uh, that's it. Else? Yeah, I've got nothing else to say. Uh, really? Nothing? Nothing. No, Jeez, nothing. we got out of that easy. Oh. Well, I probably have, but I don't know if I've already said it. Okay, bye. Well, I couldn't get both of you in at the same time, which is probably a good thing. How are you, Donnie? Good, Jade. How are you? Good. You've missed your mate. Oh, no. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. I don't think anybody ever minds when they miss Charlie. <laughs> That's fine. Nah, no problem. Bless him. So, um, uh, congratulations. Thanks. So. Thanks, for, uh, thanks for my flowers. Thanks, Carmel. Oh, you know, I brought them in. So. Yeah, you did bring them in. I was going to say, they're the only bunch of flowers that I've received, but I tell a lie, Mum picked me a bunch of roses oh, with Parker on Tuesday from her garden, and she's got a magnificent rose garden. Yeah. So, but my husband didn't. So thanks. <laughs> he, he told me he told me you got the gig at Cricket Train. I didn't know until then. Oh, right. Night. I hadn't seen yeah. social media yet. Mm. So Luke said you got it, which was good. And mm. yeah, I got on the on the phone and text you and a bit of shit stirring here and there. And yeah, I yeah. I expected a fair bit more shit stirring. I didn't expect flowers. <laughs> oh no! Hey, credit where credit's due. Well mm. done. Great thanks. job. I think you'll do a great job for the, not just the Swan Hill Shire, but for our town. Oh, yeah. Well, have you seen the Christmas tree? Yes, I was just wondering how the hell is that standing up with all the weather we're having? Well, it's on. They're on a frame, okay. so it's they're the same as the one at the front of the town hall yeah, in yeah. Swan Hill. They're on like a um, a cone, essentially yeah, yeah. made of steel. Not sure whether they're bolted to the ground. I think they are. Yeah, um, well, hope it's waterproof because yeah. it's supposed to get more rain next couple of days. I know. Is cricket going to go ahead this weekend? Do you reckon? I think I think it will because I think the rain is meant to be. A bit tomorrow morning, which is Friday morning, mm. and then late Saturday afternoon. So if you're listening, Trav, put them in, bowl them out quick, get the runs, come home. Yeah, so, well, that's what I was hearing, that it's going to rain late. Yeah, I think like 5, 6 o'clock, but yeah. we don't need it. And obviously the farmers, the wheat farmers don't need it. So hopefully. How are the grapes? Yeah, certain varieties are not liking it. Mm. So it's just dropping their berries. It's called overshattering. Mm. So, um yeah, it's not good. It's a pretty stressful time of year, actually. Well, uh, usually we have to worry about it when the grapes are ready to pick, but these new American varieties have just um, got their troubles. At the have moment. they? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> but the good old Red Globe, Crimson, Thompson's, that seems to be pretty good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, these new varieties, which are meant to be our moneymaker. Mm. But you're pretty big in Red Globes, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, no, I'll, yeah. I've got a lot of Red Globe, but I've still got a lot of Sunworld varieties, which is American too. Yeah, right. So. Very stressful. Very stressful. <sighs> Tomatoes are not liking the rain either. I don't think anything is. No. Even no the ones in our backyard mm. are just split in four well, places. We've had near enough to 60 mil in two weeks. It's insane, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Mm. And they're not saying, well, they're not saying it's going to be a big rain event over the weekend, but even another 10 mil, not going to help. We just don't need any more. Mm. We just we need a really good patch of dry, hot weather. Well, after this weekend, we're supposed to get some. No, it's not going to be hot. It's only going to be early twenties, which so, is ridiculous. Yeah, you know, six degrees yesterday morning. So you know, it's it's November, two weeks before summer. Mm. Hashtag climate change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which way is it changing though? Yeah, no. Nah, I look. I don't know. It's nature's nature. So mm. you just got to deal with it. That's the game we're in. But it can give us a lucky break now. Yeah, I know. I know. It's one of those things though. And Luke 
puts it very well because he's able to take a bit of perspective these mm. days with the help of therapy and all those other yeah. things and doesn't tries not to stress about things he can't control, like mm. the weather. Yeah. Um, not to say that he doesn't at times, you know, oh, during okay. these windy thing, yeah. windy events that we've had recently, yep. he's been waking up in the middle of the night worried about how many millions of dollars of nuts are on the ground. 100%. Um, but at the end of the day, you can't control it. No, look, so. we- you shouldn't worry about what you can't control, but it's it's our livelihood. It's our exactly. You know that's what we do for a living, and when we stress about mm. it, you know, last it was last weekend. I woke up. It was four twenty-two, and I was screaming because it was raining again. Mm. Carmel jumped out of bed. And, what, what's the matter? So I'm over this bloody rain, you know, like enough's enough. Yeah. Enough. So, yeah, I'm not real nice to live with at the moment. I know that, but hopefully, hopefully, in a, a week, I'll be fine. So. <laughs> well, you've got a very tolerant wife. Very, very, so, yeah, very, mm. very thoughtful wife, yeah. Very thoughtful, very mm. tolerant. Mm. You're very lucky. Yeah, yeah no, I am. Oh, there's no doubt about that. Mm. But, um, yeah, it is what it is. So. Yeah. Well, I hope it gets better before mm. it, and I hope we don't get any more rain. No, I hope we don't either. Mm. But anyway, we're here to congratulate you on your <laughs> great job. So. Thanks. What was the vote? Vote was unanimous, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. there wasn't any challenges, so yeah. um, that was good. There was um, for Deputy Councillor McKay um, was nominated as well. Councillor McPhee nominated yeah. her um, and Bill Moore got that one, which is good because yeah. Bill yeah. will be um, – I mean, he and I work really well together, yeah. so um, – I'm happy to have his support. She's going to um, have a full-time job now. We mightn't get to see the podca- podcast anymore. Oh, no, you'll still get to see it. There'll just be – there might be a bit of a tweak to how we record it. So I might record, for example, all of the Mildura Living content. Yep. I might do once a month. Yep. Um, we'll talk to Tony about that. Like I've done – I'm a week ahead at the moment yep. so, so I can, you know, split yep. them in half and things like that. But then we'll just tweak it because there'll yeah. be things that – like today I've been in Swan Hill because we had to have an unscheduled meeting to yeah. a point – an acting CEO um, yep. that wasn't in the diary as of right. Tuesday. So, so you get paid the big bucks to travel now. Oh, and yeah. All that, so yeah. Huge. Probably cost you money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> being on, and I've always said this being on council costs you yeah. money. Yeah. Bill reckons it's cost him a lot the last two years. Oh, it's yeah. cost him a lot. Of COVID. Just it, well, COVID and the stuff that he's not doing on the farm because he's still yeah. got a farm to run yeah, as well. Sure. Well, he's got two farms to run. So, um, yeah, it does cost you money. But you do it because I'm not going to. Like I said on the radio, one of the radio stations the other day, um, I'm not going to sit by and, and just whinge about things. No. I'd much rather put my hand up and do something about it. You want something done, you ask a busy person and it gets done. That's exactly right. So, so And Roseanne Carver's our new acting CEO now, so um, I'm going to learn a lot from her while she's there. She's a very accomplished woman, a very oh smart woman, so um, that'd be great. But thanks no. for your flowers. Thanks for coming in. No, quick visit. So... Um yeah, if you ever find time in your busy schedule to have us little peasants in, in oh, here, just let us know. And how do we do? Do we bow to you now? You can curtsy if you curtsy. want. Curtsy, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're an idiot. Thanks, Donnie. Right, Jane. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Vale Podcast. Find more local stories in Mildura Living Magazine. Spring issue out now.